Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Sunday, the 10th of May. The total number of coronavirus cases in India jumped to 62,939 with 2,109 fatalities. More than 3,000 COVID-19 infections and 128 related deaths were detected in the past 24 hours alone. The Union Health Ministry will send central teams to 10 states that have witnessed or are witnessing high COVID-19 cases to assist their health departments to facilitate management of the outbreak. The Indian Council of Medical Research has said that it will initiate a study in the worst affected 75 hotspot districts to check for community transmission of the infection. Maharashtra's coronavirus case count has crossed the 20,000 mark as 1,165 fresh cases were reported in the last 24 hours. According to the health department, the state reported 48 more deaths, taking its total death toll to 779. Mumbai alone has 12,864 cases and 489 fatalities. 330 patients were discharged on Saturday, taking the total number of recoveries in the state to 3,800. Meanwhile, 786 personnel from the Maharashtra police have tested positive for COVID-19. According to the press release by the police, the total coronavirus cases included 88 officers and 698 personnel. Out of these, 13 officers and 63 other ranks have recovered from the infection so far. The active number of cases amongst Maharashtra police stands at 703 with 7 fatalities. The total number of coronavirus cases in the national capital are about to reach 7,000. So far, 2,069 people in Delhi have recovered from the virus and the death toll in the state stands at 73. There was also some confusion over the death toll numbers as the data from four hospitals in Delhi showed more fatalities than the number reported by the Delhi government. Delhi Health Minister Satendra Jain said there is no reason to hide anything and not a single case will go unaccounted for, but he gave no explanation for the discrepancy. The number of coronavirus cases in Gujarat climbed to 7,797 with 394 new cases. The death toll has risen to 472. Of the total new cases, 280 were reported from Ahmedabad alone, taking the total case count in the district to 5,540 and the fatalities to 363. As India's major evacuation mission, Vande Bharat, entered its fourth day today, Air India's first evacuation flight with 326 Indians from London landed at Mumbai. The special flight landed at around 1.30 a.m. in the morning with 326 Indians. Meanwhile, two Air India Express flights carrying 362 people from Oman and Kuwait arrived at the International Airport in Kochi on Saturday night. A special train carrying 1,140 migrant workers has left Mangaluru Railway Station for Jharkhand. The district administration provided food packets and water to the migrants at the station. Three more trains will leave from Mangaluru for Uttar Pradesh, Bihar and Jharkhand soon. Meanwhile, in a statement, Dakshin Kannada Deputy Commissioner Sindhu P. Rupesh said train services are being arranged for migrant workers who have registered their names on the Seva Sindhu portal. The workers will be informed when trains are arranged to their destinations and they need not throng to the railway station unnecessarily. 
Around 20,000 workers have so far registered themselves online, including 5,000 from Jharkhand, 3,000 from Uttar Pradesh, and 4,000 from Bihar. In Andhra Pradesh, migrant workers from West Bengal are protesting, demanding their return to native places. They claim no arrangements have been made for their return in the last 40 days. Dear listeners, though the government is making attempts to rectify its approach towards the migrant workers' crisis, their troubles are far from over. Our reporter, Basant, has been consistently following many such stories. Recently, he spoke to a bunch of auto drivers from Delhi who decided to make a 1,400-kilometer-long journey home to Bihar's Katihar district in their autos. They told Basant about what pushed them to take such an arduous journey, the difficulties they faced, and what happened once they reached home. Find out the details in Basant's report for News Laundry Hindi titled Lockdown. Kali Pate Auto Se Chodaso Kilometer Ka Safar. If you can't read Hindi, Basant has written another report that has been translated into English. The report is a detailed account of how Dhaba owners, vendors, farmers, and especially migrant workers are all struggling in Murthal, the Haryana town famous for its highway eateries. It is titled By a Lonely Road. Murthal is a snapshot of the lockdown suffering. And while you're at it, do check out our website. We have a bunch of other content from video interviews to podcasts and ground reports and much more. We've been consistently bringing you reports about coronavirus and how it is affecting different sectors. I think now is a good time to remind you that we are able to bring you these reports that show you the complete picture because News Laundry is a completely ad-free news platform. And that in turn is because we believe that in this age of information and misinformation, news needs to be independent, sans any agenda, no advertisers or sponsors in the middle. And that can only happen if there is a direct relationship between us and you. So go to the website and hit the subscribe button on the top right corner. The lowest plan begins at 300 a month only. In the wake of the Wysak gas leak tragedy, the National Disaster Management Authority has issued guidelines for restarting manufacturing industries after lockdown. The guidelines say, and I quote, while restarting the unit, consider the first week as a trial or test run period. Ensure all safety protocols and not try to achieve high production targets, unquote. The NDMA said that due to several weeks of lockdown and the closure of industrial units during the period, it is possible that some of the operators might not have followed the established standing operation procedures. As a result, some of the manufacturing facilities, pipelines, valves, etc. may have residual chemicals which may pose a risk. The same is true for storage facilities with hazardous chemicals and flammable materials. The growing number of infections in the Central Armed Police Forces under the command of the Union Home Ministry has emerged as another challenge for the central government. On Saturday, at least 116 fresh coronavirus infections were reported by the organization, taking the total number of positive cases to 650. As of now, the total number of active cases in these forces are 231 in CRPF, 256 in BSF, 48 in CISF and 100 in the ITBP. Five personnel of these forces have succumbed to the disease. Meanwhile, five pilots of Air India were found COVID-19 positive during the pre-flight COVID test, which is carried out 72 hours before they are rostered for flight duties. All of them are asymptomatic and are based in Mumbai. Air India sources said that they had undertaken cargo flights to China. 
In Tamil Nadu, 526 new coronavirus cases were reported, bringing the total number of cases in the state to 6,535. Among the total number of people infected, 1,824 have recovered and 44 have died. The Coimbatore market continues to affect the state's battle against the coronavirus as 10 cases linked to the market emerged in Chittur district. The police continue to track individuals linked to the cluster and are also monitoring the situation in the state even as the market has been shut for a while. Meanwhile, Chief Minister E. Palani Swami informed that a temporary vegetable market is being set up for the time being. The administration has announced a slew of relaxations amid the third phase of the lockdown, despite the rising number of cases. Starting on Monday, all vegetable markets and provision stores can remain open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., whereas all standalone shops have been allowed to open between 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Eateries have also been allowed to open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., with dine-in options being restricted. The government has also stated that these relaxations shall not be applicable in containment zones. Takeaways have been permitted and the government has instructed to maintain proper hygiene. Goa, on the other hand, which is classified as a green zone with no coronavirus positive cases as of now, hinted that it may allow holding of music classes and reopening of some state-run libraries in a phased manner on the condition of maintaining strict social distancing norms. Now for some international updates on the coronavirus. Global coronavirus cases have crossed the 4 million threshold according to the Johns Hopkins tracker with more than 279,000 deaths. The US has the most number of fatalities followed by the UK and Italy. The United States recorded 1,568 coronavirus deaths in the past 24 hours, bringing the total number of deaths to 78,746. Three members of the White House have placed themselves in self-quarantine after potential contact with someone who tested positive for COVID-19. Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Robert Redfield and Stephen Hahn are all expected to work remotely due to potential exposure to COVID-19. Three children in New York have died from a rare inflammatory syndrome believed to be linked to coronavirus, according to the governor, Andrew Cuomo. During his daily briefing in Manhattan, Mr. Cuomo said, and I quote, the illness has taken the lives of three young New Yorkers. This is new. This is developing. Unquote. At least 73 children in New York, most of them toddlers and primary school age children, have been diagnosed with symptoms similar to Kawasaki disease and toxic shock syndrome. Meanwhile, former U.S. President Barack Obama has described President Donald Trump's handling of the coronavirus pandemic as an absolute chaotic disaster in a conference call with former members of his administration. UK has reported 31,587 deaths from coronavirus, the second highest death count in the world after the United States. According to the state-run National Health Service, or NHS, a six-week-old baby with an underlying health condition was among the new deaths recorded in England. Prime Minister Boris Johnson is expected to extend the bulk of the country's coronavirus lockdown restrictions for three weeks or so when he speaks to the nation this evening. Johnson is planning to tell workers who cannot do their jobs from home to begin returning to their workplaces while following social distancing rules. Transport Secretary Grant Schaap said, and I quote, it is vital that we don't throw away essentially the great work of seven weeks of people respecting very impressively the rules and the guidelines by throwing it away, unquote. Johnson is to announce a roadmap of how the UK can start relaxing some of the lockdown measures. 
He has voiced worries of a second spike in infection and deaths, something that the health experts said is absolutely going to happen. France and Spain, two of the countries worst hit by the pandemic, are preparing to ease out of lockdown. French officials said that the day's death toll of 80 was the lowest since early April. Nursing home fatalities also fell sharply as France prepared to relax curbs on public movement imposed eight weeks ago. In Spain, about half the population will be allowed to be out on Monday for limited socialization and restaurants will be able to offer some outdoor service as the country begins a phased transition set to last through June. Brazil, the hardest hit Latin American country in the coronavirus pandemic, has now recorded more than 10,000 deaths and 155,939 confirmed cases. While Brazil's figures are high, scientists think that the real death toll could be 15 or even 20 times worse, given the country's inability to carry out widespread testing. Sao Paulo, a state in southeastern Brazil with almost 46 million inhabitants, has seen more than 3,600 deaths and more than 44,400 cases. Neighboring Rio de Janeiro, home to more than 16 million people, follows with 1,653 deaths and more than 16,000 infections. After Brazil surpassed the 10,000 dead mark, Congress decreed an official mourning period of three days and asked Brazilians to follow health authorities' recommendation to reduce infection rates while the country prepares for a safe and definitive return back to normal. The United Arab Emirates has reported 624 new cases, taking the total number of infections to 17,417. The number of fatalities reached 185 after 11 new deaths. The first batch of 88 nurses from India arrived in the UAE to help the country's healthcare professionals amid a surge in the number of COVID-19 infections. The nurses who are from Astra DM Healthcare Hospitals in the states of Kerala, Karnataka and Maharashtra will be put under quarantine for 14 days, after which they will be assigned to various field hospitals as per requirement. China has reported 14 new COVID-19 cases, including one from Wuhan, taking the total number of infections in the country to 82,901. According to China's National Health Commission, the 12 cases were domestically transmitted, with 11 reported from Jilin province and one in Hubei province, the first COVID-19 epicenter which has remained free from coronavirus infections for the last 35 days. South Korea reported 34 new coronavirus cases on Sunday, the highest daily number in a month. Of the new cases, 26 were domestically transmitted infections and 8 were imported cases. The resurgence followed a small but growing coronavirus outbreak centered around a handful of Seoul nightclubs, which a man in his late 20s had visited before testing positive for the virus. The outbreak prompted Seoul City to impose an immediate temporary shutdown of all nightly entertainment facilities on Saturday. The Philippines Health Ministry on Sunday confirmed 184 new coronavirus cases, taking the total reported infections to 10,794. 15 more deaths related to COVID-19 were recorded, bringing the death toll to 719, while 82 patients have recovered to bring the total number of recoveries to 1,924. Now for some non-coronavirus news. Indian and Chinese soldiers were involved in a skirmish at Nakula in North Sikkim yesterday. In a statement, the army said, and I quote, aggressive behavior and minor injuries on both sides took place. The two sides, however, disengaged after an interaction at the local level and dialogue between both the armies, unquote. 
Around 150 soldiers on both sides were involved in the confrontation during regular patrolling. Four Indian soldiers and seven Chinese soldiers were injured. Nakula is a mountain pass in Sikkim at an altitude of more than 5,000 meters. Temporary and short-duration face-offs occur when boundary problems are not resolved. But according to the Indian Express, this has occurred after a long time. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. For the latest episode of News Laundry Interviews, I spoke to Michael Kirby Smith, a filmmaker and photographer for New York Times, about his video report from inside two hospitals that are treating COVID patients in Bronx. Michael spoke about his experience of shooting inside a COVID-19 facility and the life of health professionals working in the front lines in New York and the physical and emotional toll that they are suffering. Do watch it on our website, newslaundry.com. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.